Welcome to Never End the Story, a rewatch podcast where we watch the movies of our childhood, along with Tepper, a grown man who has never seen them before. I'm your host, Ivan, the ugliest duckling. I'm Connor. I definitely forgot that this was a segment. I'm Shauna. I'm here for a purpose, and I might die today. And I'm Tepper, and I've never really cared much about this segment. Fuck you too, then. This week, we'll be watching Swan Princess, directed by Richard Rich, released in 1994. John Cleese had the choice of playing Zazu in The Lion King, or Jean Bob in this film. He chose to play Jean Bob uh, because he felt the character was more interesting. Huh. Connor brought this movie to us this week. Why? Uh, this is another list of movies. This is another one of those movies in the list of things I watched as a child a whole lot because I lived basically down the street from a movie rental place. Um, I liked this movie. It was really pretty to look at and it has one of like my favorite lines in it from like this era of animated movie that I can think of offhand. At least my favorite at the moment. Uh, I had a good time with it growing up. Uh, I rewatched it again, I think like five or six years ago. It was, it was fine. All right. Does anyone else have a personal connection to this film? I've watched it within the past two years. That's my connection. All right. I watched it with you then. Uh, similar to Connor, I watched it a lot as a, as a kid. We might have been competing to rent this, actually. <laughs> I, I can't remember if we owned it or not. I think we owned the second one, but I'm not sure if we owned the first one or not. But yeah, I watched watched those a whole bunch. I've maybe seen the third one. Not entirely confident. For viewers at home, uh, Ivan and I actually grew up basically down the street from each other and went to the same movie rental place, did not meet for a very long time. Nice. What was the movie rental place called again? Cherry Hill! Cherry Hill. Ah. Video Plus. Tell me more about the history of this cherry hill. Uh, Shauna's in this call, so I'm going to say no. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, it's been edited out all these other times. This is our only chance to get it out. Yeah, fun fact, listeners. Uh, this is not the first time this has brought, been brought up. This hopefully is the first time. It doesn't go more than three minutes into the conversation. Why do you keep cutting all the fun cherry Because you stuff? go for ten minutes or more talking about this. It's actually relevant this time. Yeah. Fine. I won't cut this part out. Thank you, Shauna. Thank you, Shauna. We're now showing Tepper the poster for this movie for the first time. Uh, please describe it and let us know what you think the movie's about. Pretty hard to parse, I'm sure. Especially the title. <laughs> the Swan Princess in gold uh, font in the middle. Um, there's like a angry, evil-looking dude in like the back, kind of lit in the sky in like starlight, kind of semi-faded. Whatever, it doesn't really matter that much. There's a dope-looking fucking like palace uh although i have to question why it's going up so high instead of like going wider um then front and center is who i'm assuming is the swan princess with uh long blonde hair nice blue dress looks like a uh disney uh princess ripoff <laughs> and then there's like their prince charming 
he skips leg day. Oh man, does he ever. Uh, those are like <laughs> fucking noodle legs compared to what his chest is at. Uh, <laughs> nice chin though. Like that's, that's pretty solid. He's got a okay. solid jawline. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. I can see why she fell in love with him. Uh, and then just in the back is what I'm assuming is like a cast of supporting characters, musicians, most likely parents, uh, and other quirky people. And then at the bottom is a swan uh, in a what looks like a lake. And there is a uh, toad or it's a frog. What's the difference between toads and frogs? Frog uh, Toads don't like wet. Frogs don't? No, toads are toads. Don't live in lakes. They're okay. typically more like arid climates than like it's a frog. Um, and there's a bird. I'm blanking on what the name of that bird is. We'll probably find out. Um, like the species. Yeah, and then there's like a turtle. It's a puffin. Yes. Yeah, that's it. I told yeah, you we'd find out. Yeah. Uh, so I want to say the castle kind of looks like it's a bunch of apartment castles built on top of each other. <laughs> yeah. It looks like some Kingdom yeah. Hearts bullshit. Actually, though, like, but it's just like, like it's like the one at the middle, the middle left was like that. It's just like, oh, that's Jimmy's castle. It's like the one next to it. Oh, that's that's where Aunt May lives. Just little ca- little individual castles. Yeah, it's much like shit talking. It is kind of nice looking. Um, who do you think on this poster, if anyone, might be John Bob, voiced by John Cleese? I'm going to say either the tall musician in the back on the left, or the uh, tall old guy on the right in the red and blue. Okay. One of those two, I think. Um, you think yeah, it's a think... tall, tall man's name? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, there's no words on this. This is probably the yeah. This is the least wordy uh, poster. I the think the S we've... of the Swan Princess looks like a swan, so that's kind of nifty. <gasps> True. Yeah. Um, on the note of of uh, Disney princess looking, so uh, uh, let's get his name right, Richard Rich was one of many uh, disgruntled uh, Disney artists that left in the 80s and started their own studios. Oh, neat. That makes sense. And I mean, as much as I say, like, Disney princess knockoff, like, Disney did, like, kind of codify what princesses look like in uh, animation, for the most part, in the West. Like... So any anything that tries to do a princess thing will be in some way reacting or copying or taking inspiration from what Disney has done. So it's kind of hard to avoid that. All right. See you after the film. She says, is beauty all that matters? And you say, what else is there? It was dumb, I know. You should write a book. How to offend women in five syllables or less. And we're back. So, what did everyone think? Uh, it was, it was thoroughly all right. Yeah, I told you my opinion of the movie <laughs> before we watched it. I'm just like, it was fine. Yeah, yeah no, like you, you nailed it pretty well. Like it was, it was fine. 
I don't really have any strong feelings of like or dislike for the movie. I thought it. Um, I was expecting a lot of like angry messages from you during the first song, but you didn't say anything. It was really interesting. The songs were they, they were like they were inoffensive. I would say <laughs> it's still a musical. There was a lot of fucking songs in that movie. God damn. That's because it's a musical. Yeah. Why, though? Why do musicals have to exist? It's not fair. Because it was like a Disney... It was. It's not yeah. a Disney animated feature, but it's like a, an animated children's movie in like Disney's prime. Yeah. It, like the... How do I say? Like, uh, some of the songs were like, all right. Most of the time, though, I was just kind of like, oh, they're singing again. Please stop. like like it it didn't it didn't detract like again like they were inoffensive so it was like like they weren't ruining my experience but none of the songs really made it better um and i i don't really have the musical skills to critique it i know like the first song sounded a little eh at points um it's really hard to get children to sing well so that's basically what i was thinking that's that's part of the problem with that song i i find the tax line in that song really funny though oh yeah yeah like there's there's some like funny lines in that song like it's not a it's not a terrible song it was just yeah like beyond their control getting to trying to get children to sing well is not uh the easiest thing in the world uh so yeah even that was like it was all right like you guys are kind of breaking my spirit here with all the musicals um but yeah it's it's like an all right movie uh kind of paint by the numbers uh fairy tale type stuff um um nothing really special about it what do you guys think yeah kind of similar um there's some interesting points um it like you're very right it was very paint by the numbers like not bad but you know it didn't pop because it yeah it was exactly what you expected happening throughout the whole thing yeah basically um it, it definitely did have some have some good moments um like it was definitely not like i don't how do i say like i don't regret watching this if you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it um and and yeah like uh like a couple of the scenes i enjoyed was like um the reversal where he's hunting her was uh pretty pretty fun it uh it reminded me of uh brother bear have you guys seen brother bear yeah. oh hell yeah 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 yeah, you, yeah you know the scene where no. his brother's hunting him in the oh <laughs> never mind don't 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 remember that scene <laughs> let, let's let, let's all unremember no i just i yeah i haven't seen it. <laughs> it it's uh it's a pretty good movie um anyway you guys know the people who have seen it know what i'm talking about but that whole scene reminded me of a, a scene from brother bear um like fucking king william he's just why didn't he just say it was Lord Rothbard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, King William was, like, intentionally obscure and fucked up everyone's lives for it. Yeah, he really fucked up with his dying breath. Like, he knew it was Lord Rothbard who turned into the great animal. 
Yeah. Very which was unhelpful. something which was something that they never really like fleshed out. Like it's like is that do the great animal taking the form of a human? Is Probably he... not. Yeah, but you know I think I mean? he's just a super mage. Yeah, it would have been interesting if they'd gone. But yeah, well, like, is everything he does illusion? Is the great animal an illusion? He's flying. I think the transformation to the great animal is real, but a lot of what he used to do was illusions. And I think that's what he's still really good at. But he only does, like, two non-illusion spells in the entire movie, which is turning Odette into a swan and turning himself into a bat thing. Yeah, I, I just feel like the great animal stuff just never really had any kind of good payoff. Like, it almost seems like, like to an extent, it was just kind of like, okay, how do we get a scene where he's trying to hunt her as a swan? Let's do this? Like, I don't know. I, I feel like you could almost remove all the great animal stuff and nothing significant would be lost for the movie. Um... <laughs> What a jump, though. It's just, it's not what it seems. A swan, of course. <laughs> it's running away. It must be well, the great animal. Well, first he thought it was a mouse. No, no, then no. Then he thought it was a swan. Well, yeah. he thought it, he was comparing it to a mouse, not necessarily literally being a mouse. Mouse to dragon. Whereas uh, his friend very much thought it was a mouse. Or a dragonfly. Or literally anything. Yeah, they definitely could have done more with the beast. I think it did set up more stuff because it set up his like uh, his drive to train and get really good with arrows. True, true. Yeah, like, true. They definitely could have played the beast angle better, but it yeah. did it did set up his uh, obsession a little bit. Yeah, I guess I'm just like expecting more from that plot point because it is something that could have been very interesting, yeah. like. Of the great beast who gained sentience and like malevolence for humanity kind of deal, but you know, um, no, it's just some wizard dude who like used to work in the castle and then got kicked out and got mad about it. Yeah. Also, he's kind of a he's kind of lame. No, he's <laughs> lame. I'm not gonna say kinda. He is fucking lame. Uh, what do you mean begging to have someone marry you is what? What's lame about that? <laughs> I've got all this magical power and he turns a person to a swan and begs them to marry him every night like yeah because why. because stealing castles is hard work yeah like i thought like i thought that line was funny like when he was like um fucking like because like, she's like why don't you just like take the kingdom like leave me alone go ahead use your power and he's like nah tried that already and it's like it was funny but it was also like no that's like pretty stupid like this dude's got crazy power like just why are you going to a girl every night you know please ma'am may I have some coochie like no <laughs> just go just go go take the fucking castle bro and then he does at the end like he just fucking changes his mind well he's just like i know i'll have i'll ha i'll trick him into loving the the fake odette and then kill him and just like, why, why don't you just kill him also yeah. why don't you just like show up with the fake odette and be like we're married this is my castle yeah like there's so many uh yeah. But we need a convoluted plot line for the children. <laughs> for the children. Um Yeah, he was he was just kinda Yeah, he he was lame. It's 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 too bad because sorcerers are pretty dope. Um 
a lot of the chase sequences were like really nice in this movie like the one the one in the forest obviously where he's chasing her is cool uh but the one where they're stealing the map i thought was also pretty neat uh also by the way useless fucking map oh yeah it was just like this place over the lake that place yeah there is non-labeled castle and chamberg dab (laughs) dab dab there were um uh, my favorite part is just how janky all of the transitions between sports are in that scene. <laughs> yeah, so many sports. Yeah. <laughs> like I thought it was a fun sequence, but yeah, that was like mm. It was meant to be like janky and silly and I was I'm down with it for that. Yeah. But I'm just like, man, really ham fisting all these sports in here, aren't you? Yeah. Um also, who's watching the Swan Princess and is really into sports? The dads who have to watch the movie with their kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually. So I guess in the end, the parents won. Like, because they... Imagine being set up your whole fucking life to marry this girl or this guy. And, I, and I, then okay. actually loving the idea of it by the end. Crazy. Yeah. I do like... Uh... <laughs> It's more consideration than the usual princess story of just like, here is son, here is daughter, they marry. This is yeah. like, no, they spend time with each other over a long period of time as they grow yeah. up. They're like, okay, I'll give them that. Well, yeah, well, like, they weren't going to get married if they didn't love each other, because that'd be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do really like the, like, the, the first, like, 10, 15 minutes of the movie were pretty good, where, uh... Uh, you're so beautiful. It's like, and well, like what else well, is what there? else is there, <laughs> motherfucker? Yeah, leading into my favorite line in the movie and possibly like most movies of this era, how to offend women in five syllables or less. <laughs> yeah, that was a good fucking line. Oh man, that's just. And I love how afterwards he's still, like, boggled by it. Like, he's just like... He's like, how, what's offensive about this? Yeah, he's like, I don't understand. Like, what else is there? <laughs> it's like... She's beautiful. Like... I don't get it. Why is it Matt wrong to say that that's the only thing that's important about her? <laughs> uh, yeah, that whole sequence was, was fun. Um, also love how it's like they both got sexy and then started loving each other. Yeah. Well, it was one of those things where he he did try to describe, but didn't have words for what he did love about her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was just like, it's really easy to point out that she's beautiful, um, but I I love Pla, and then yeah. Yeah, she used to be an ugly duckling, and now she has cleavage. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of cleavage though. The... Nice tasteful amount of princess cleavage. Yeah. Mwah. For the for the children. Yeah. <laughs> she has the she has the proportional cleavage of a swan. Yeah. Is that food fit for a swan? <laughs> like that was definitely still Derek's work, right? Where she like where they she got married in a swan dress, and his mother 100%. had had swan hair. He yeah. has a swan fetish now. Yeah, he very oh much my... does. Hey, babe, can you do a swan tonight? Well, can you oh, at least no. honk or something? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> um, can you imagine being a guard in that castle, walking around here? <laughs> and just like god fucking damn it they're doing it again <laughs> can selective animals talk can she talk to selective animals can she talk to all animals and only likes three of them is it because she was a swan 
I think she can talk to animals because she was a swan. And only and only and only ended up liking three of them. The alligators were dicks. Or crocodiles. <laughs> what the fuck ever. Doesn't matter. They uh, were dicks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean if she tried to get to know them, they might have helped her. Wrong. <laughs> they're, they're dicks. They're Rothbards. Yeah, but now they're hers, because now they own that castle, because they very quickly took over that place and made it look much nicer. They probably got rid of them. Nah. Pretty sure they're in the sequels. Mm. Mm. What's in this dish? It's very good. Alligator. Fit for a swan. (laughs) (laughs) Also, like, way to diss your, your, like, head cook. Would you feed this to a swan? I don't. How do I answer this? Yeah, Am I being of... fired? <laughs> what do you do here? <laughs> oh my god! It must be the milkman. The milkman's coming at like eleven p.m. Knocking on the front door of the fucking palace during a ball. Yeah, fucking well... goth dress though. Oh my god. Like... <laughs> yeah, of course you would love the fucking I mean, I, I'm a big fan of armored dress. <laughs> oh man. Those... The princess pageant is very good. I wanted more thematic princesses. They didn't give us enough. <laughs> I need a 50 minute sequence of princess pageant, please. <laughs> I do like the one princess. Her theme was, she's pushy. Yeah. That's it. She just shoves her way through people does a kickflip or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, she was great. <laughs> As the queen and a former Puff Puff girl, oh my God, I hold yeah. this princess parade. Yeah, that was... There's some, like, weird lines in this movie where you just kind of go, like, hmm, Puff Puff girl. Uh, Also, like, I feel like that, like, archery trick of shoot the arrow at someone to catch it very easy way for the prince to just fucking die. I mean, he was Yeah, that's why he practices usually. it. He's practiced it 52 times and done it every time. Mm-hmm. I do really like the setup of that. That was, that was a good Chekhov's uh, trick shot. Arrow. Oh, oh, for then for later? Yeah, yeah, that was good. Also the bow getting thrown into the lake early on in the movie. and Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely some... Uh, good stuff there. Like it's it's not a bad movie by any measure, but it's an aggressively all right movie. Exactly. <laughs> and I feel like most of our points are going to be going over that kind of territory. Yeah. Uh, of yeah, like this was all right, or like that was all right. Um, I thought the animation quality was really good. I forgot how good the animation quality was. Uh, actually, that's that's what I was thinking about bringing up next is uh, the one thing that did consistently uh, impress me and what I would say elevates it is the animation quality is uh, across the board mm-hmm. really good. Like, the transformation from her into a swan and swan into her is nice. Like, very beautiful. Like, the golden colors going across. Um... Part of the reason a lot of the chase sequences, again, like, I'll go back to, like, the one where he's chasing her as a swan. Um, that one was really beautiful to look at. Like, the colors shining off of her, like, weird golden head thing. Like, the sun shining through it, and 
the forest and everything was incredibly beautiful. Another scene that stuck out to me is at the end, after the villains defeated the uh, the water, as it's like kind of zooming in on the castle. Really nice looking. God damn, that's some nice water. <laughs> um, they put work into that water. Yeah, and I would say the other thing, like, and like one thing I've always enjoyed in like animated movies like this is um, when it comes to like the climax. Generally, like whenever they enter a forest like the way they draw like a like a deadened forest if you understand what i mean mm-hmm. so spooky and beautiful those like mangled branches <laughs> yeah and like the red sky and um very very sinister looking yeah well like uh, yeah and all the all the lighting and reflections are very good like yes when uh when the princesses are arriving at the palace and like some are coming on by the canal and like you can see the reflection of the water shimmering on, on the underside of the bridge mm. looks very nice yeah no, like like the, the guys animating this goddamn prose like it's uh and the way the puffin played hockey excellent animation <laughs> yeah <laughs> the turtle was the real hero speed speed's that, so cool that dude saved their ass so many fucking that dude times fucks. i can't remember his real name and didn't realize his we're his friends and his friends call him speed yeah but his his full name is very good it's like laurentian something oh and that was it's great. like laurentian slowster or something <laughs> really i like at bizarre. the end um she gives a kiss to the frog, and then she offers the kiss to the turtle, and he just says, Nah, I'm good being a turtle. And I like the implication that he knows he won't be a turtle if he gets kissed. Mr. Lorenzo Trudge Along. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Trudge Along. But, uh, but yeah, Shauna, that's actually a good point. I didn't think about that. But yeah, he, that, that whole sequence at the end was really fun, too, where he's like, Nah, I'm good. It's all good. <laughs> And yeah, so your your guess was wrong. Jean Bob is the frog. Yeah, I was incorrect. Not um, that you'd have any way of knowing. Yeah, which is, I, I'm just why I asked. asked. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Well, I mean, it's the same for all those. Like, it's fun if I get it right. If I get it wrong, or like whatever. I think my favorite one of those um, bits that we've ever done was the clock stoppers. Yeah, that <laughs> one. Was, that one was by far my favorite. I think. <laughs> Well, that's just because you got it all right. Exactly. <laughs> like, this is this, and this is this, because welcome to this era of movie and this genre of movie. Exactly. Got it. Yeah. B-plot. Nailed it. Wait. Backpedal. Maybe it's not that. Turns out it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that, that, was, that was really fun. Um. We didn't do it for this episode, but I mean, I don't think we really needed to. It's kind of obvious. Like a princess turns into a swan, and then prince, love. Prince needs to save her. There's a villain who's trying to take over a kingdom. He gets prince stopped. Prince has a swan fetish. It works out great. <laughs> honk honk honk. <laughs> God fucking damn it. <laughs> also, a disturbing trend in our movies of the heroes. Um, having weird fetishes for uh why do you think so many of our generation has weird fetishes <laughs> it's the movies god damn it yep <laughs> my parents are right movies were bad <laughs> the media is destroying our children in the best way possible 
True, I guess. I don't know. Tur- turning them all into swan fetishists. It'd be, like, weird. Yeah, like, can you imagine just, like, okay, baby, now, like, honk for me. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is wrong with you? I'd do it. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, no, no movie has done a better job of it than Zootopia, so. Oh, my God, Zootopia. Oh, no. Oh, no. Introducing the newest generation. To, to furry culture. Robin Hood for a new generation. Yeah. It's great because when it, when the movie came out, people were like, what what's, what animal would you be in Zootopia? Oh, like, no, yeah. You're being a furry and, they, and you don't even know it. It was great. Oh, man. There was a headline out of a news article. It was just like the producers asked people to please stop making furry porn of the Zootopia. <laughs> it's like, motherfucker. The... I'm like, what did you expect? Yeah. You walked into this. You, you knew. You made sexy, interesting animals. What did you want to happen? Yeah, the Pandora's box of porn has been opened. And, like, we can't put it back in the box. You made the newest fuck bunny since Pokemon. (laughs) Oh, fuck, that stupid Pokemon. Jesus. I just remember you guys linked that in Discord one time. Oh, hell yeah, fuck bunny. I don't remember its name, but it's fuck bunny. (laughs) Score bunny? No, No, the the other one. Oh, Lopunny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one. The thick bunny. <laughs> thick bunny. <laughs> she thick. Oh yeah. lord, she thick. <laughs> How many C's thick? I can't remember what she looks like. Like three or four, dude. <laughs> God damn, that's a lot of C's. <laughs> okay, so getting away from uh, princes <laughs> wanting to fuck animals and uh, Pokemon and thick bunnies. And furries and uh, Zootopia. Uh, anyone else got anything they really want to talk about about this movie? Like, I might be missing something. We did. We touched on this earlier, but this movie did have a surprising amount of consent for a princess movie. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that was worth bringing up, but yeah, that 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 actually did surprise me. Like, I was like, huh, like, uh, like, like even the we... villain. Yeah, yeah, like he was. <laughs> well, and in his song, he's like. It's like, this hasn't worked, I guess, so much for being politically correct. Like, that's <laughs> one of the lines of his song. I guess I'll just I'm going back instead. to black magic. Yeah. Well, yeah, because, like, I even, like, I I hoped that they would do that, but, like, I, like, I'm glad they ended up doing it. But, like, the, and what else, like, whole thing was, like, really good. Like, that sequence was really funny and, like, a nice bit of, like, character thing of, like, yeah, like, why exactly do they like each other? Um, well, initially, when they were children, he was just like, she's just going to be a sissy and a wimp. And then, like, <laughs> minutes later, you just see her beating him up. Like, oh, man. diving <laughs> off of the stairs, like, elbow-dropping the kid. Yeah. <laughs> what, what a subby boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's no wonder they love each other. <laughs> yeah. It's like, great, you're back. Now you can beat me up some more. <laughs> no, I hate it. Don't do it anymore. That's why I always skipped leg and arm day. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, I'm just going through some of my notes again. Um, I like how he had more success with sand and rocks against the villain at the end than he did with a sword. Yeah. I mean, he had infinite sand and rocks at his disposal. Also, sand and rocks, key components of magic. Also, he's not a swordsman, he's an archer. Oh. Oh, okay. Hmm. Uh, he obviously didn't dual class. 
Obviously. <laughs> should have dipped. Plebeian. Yeah, you should have dipped into fighter for a bit. Everyone needs to dip into fighter. It's like fucking free feats or in fifth, like a free like fighting stance. Yeah. Like, it's so good. When a nub is rolling at disadvantage against the monster. Um, I do love the pocket sand, though. Just like grabs dirt right in the face. <laughs> uh, yeah, he knows how to scrap. He fought yeah. with Odette as a child. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's true. She battle trained him for scraps. Yeah, just if you want if you want her back, you'll have to beat me. Ow, stop beating me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, why is that the stipulation? He's bad at this. He's not a good villain. It's similar similar to a Yu-Gi-Oh villain where it's just like I, I like have him. stolen your your magic item. Now duel me to win it back. Like I like him. He's like a weirdo and kind of funny in like a really sad sort of way but man he's dumb yeah yeah For someone who's supposed to be like a super powerful mage he's real dumb yeah he's like i, I see why like the king exiled him instead of killing him because he was probably like you're he's in, not a you're, threat. you're a moron <laughs> oh that was that was something i wanted to mention um it's really too bad that that there stopped being a narrator because the narrator just really was in the pocket of king william <laughs> Cause it's just like it's just like King William was getting old and had no children, and then he had a daughter. The uh, Rothbert was planning against him, and then King William stopped him. It's just like, oh, okay, I guess these aren't plot points. <laughs> yeah, like if there if there had been a narrator past the first song, it's just like then Rothbert appeared before him and turned into a great beast and then fell over dead. Yeah, this would have been a way different movie if we still had a narrator who was just kind of like. And William always wins at everything. He's yeah. perfect in what he does. <laughs> William pulled out his sword and <laughs> fucking took off that dude's head. Um, William's uh, shirt was torn off, revealing his amazing abs. <laughs> and then he performed a Hadouken. <laughs> <laughs> and paid the narrator under the table. <laughs> but it was definitely worth it, because that narrator is very talented. Uh, I, I do like my alternate ending version of this movie of he shoots her with the arrow, she dies. Credits roll. Yeah. <laughs> the, the feels when you kill your girlfriend. <laughs> um, I mean, like, she was supposed to die. He vowed to the wrong person. She should have been dead. I mean, he yeah. vowed to Odette. It's not like he, he didn't kiss the fake he one. He gestured to the lady, but he did say Odette. Yeah, it's yeah. not it's not like Little Mermaid, where it's just like, no, I'm going to kiss this this fake Ariel. That didn't even look like Ariel. That was just some black-haired broad. Yeah, I mean, it was it was more or less Ariel with black hair, but had her voice. This one had everything except the correct color palette of, of dress, which apparently threw a lot of people off. Yeah, yeah, yeah I really fucked with people. How long do you guys think she was a swan for? Like a year? Uh, no. Hmm. Like... Because people forgot about her, so it had to have been a while. Yeah, it's. it seems like it's supposed to be a couple months at most, but I don't know. But it's probably supposed to be longer. I feel like it was like five years. Where it was like long enough that his obsession is like weird, but also... yeah. Like he doesn't look much older. Yeah, yeah, I can go with that. I mean, I would, I would probably wouldn't put it at five years. I'd put it closer to three, but yeah, in that time range. Yeah, 
I don't know. It's it's hard to say. They they look exactly the same as they did the last time they saw each other. Whereas every other time they were growing quickly. Yeah, but now they're like twenty somethings. Twenty somethings always look like twenty somethings. Yeah. Well, I mean, they were. I think they're probably supposed to be like. Well, the, someone would would probably say eighteen, but probably sixteen. Oh yeah, that was just a random trivia I read that uh. Jack Palance, who's the voice actor of Lord Rothbert, uh, his one-armed push-up during his song is in reference to how he accepted a Academy Award in 1991 by doing a one-armed push-up on stage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Deep references. If she was a swan for years, though, like, she just sat at that lake doing nothing for years. Yeah. But if it was months, then why did everyone forget what she looked like and also was super just like, no, she's 100% dead and we entirely give up. Or I mean, like, maybe it was like close to a year and just like people were thrown off by the edgy dress. Yeah, I think the edgy dress is the real Everyone goes through a goth phase. It's normal. Especially after your dad dies and you're assumed dead for months. Right? (laughs) If anything... Uh, Derek should have questioned it because he saw her yesterday in her normal white dress. And where would she get a new dress as a fucking swan? Yeah. Also, she doesn't like say anything either. No, she speaks. Does she speak? Yeah. She just says like kind of weird generic things like everything's going to be okay now. Yeah, 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 yeah. She does say that. But she is oddly quiet for like considering that this is like a moment she's been dreaming of for a while. And she's also, like, an entirely, like, stubborn, fucking I'm-a-fight-you kind of lady, so. I'ma fight you! I'ma fight you! She is. like. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. She's, she's great. She does play the dainty princess when she knows she's gonna fucking lose, but if she's like, I'm on even terms with you, I'm gonna fight. Yeah, she should have been a goose, not a swan. Yo, dog. Hell yeah. Canadian Hell yeah. goose, oh my god. <laughs> honk, honk, motherfucker. <laughs> Like, you do see some more of it um, when he's making the vow and she's trying to get in. Like, she's not just stuck out a window. She goes through a lot of venues and, like, you don't yeah. you don't feel bad about it after. Like, no, she could have gotten in this other way. Like, no, they showed us all the ways she could have gotten in and why they didn't work. Mm. Yeah, that was, that was actually a good sequence. And her, like, trying to get Derek to see her by, like, going to the windows he's facing yeah. and the other lady, like, turning him away. That was kind of neat. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's it's actually, yeah. Like, it was, uh, that was a nice sequence. Just... And now, evil henchman is their greatest confidant. Yeah, she was just, like, she was holding the veil at their wedding. Yeah, she is. Hell yeah. She is, uh, uh in the second movie, she is Odette's, like, handmaiden. For reasons. Cool, I guess. <laughs> well, okay, so, Odette your was friends a, close. Odette was a swan, mm-hmm. and now she is really into swan motifs. At the very least, for her husband now. Um, maybe the same thing's happening to the handmaid. She's like, I was Odette. Now I must surround myself with Odette paraphernalia. <laughs> the handmaiden was the person who was feeding Odette. Yeah. yeah. So that might be part of it. I mean, she very much seemed to enjoy her evil henchman role, though. Like, she wasn't doing it for Odette at any point. Yeah, like when they were trying to get the map, she was very, very much trying to stop them. Mm-hmm. Not but, very well, though. 
I mean, maybe it's just like a job, right? Like, like it's not that she like enjoys being evil. It's just like the position she could get was her being evil, so she played the role. Oh, I mean, like, because she was already working for him when he was working in the castle, and then he, he, he is banished, and we don't see her at that time. But I guess she finds him again. Was she already working for him at the castle? Yeah, you. Uh, yeah, in the first scene, it shows them both, like, over a cauldron, and then William's men come in, and then she, huh. and that's the last oh, we see yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot she was there. I remembered, obviously, Rothbard being there, but... Yeah. It was kind of nice to see a king who wasn't, like, an idiot, and just was, like, obviously evil sorcerer, I'm just gonna let him do whatever he wants. He's kind of too dumb to be too much of a threat, we're just gonna, yeah. like, banish him, it'll be fine. Imagine having so little, res- like, someone having so little respect for your abilities as a sorcerer. Rothbard <laughs> got styled on by the king. He did. <laughs> Fucking dabbed on. Um, but yeah, like, overall, I'm I'm kind of, I think I've covered everything that I wanted to cover about this movie. You guys have anything in particular you want to talk about? Alright, I hope nobody's afraid to go to Tepper's Tops. I'm already there. No fear. No fear. That song sucked. Well, you're in luck. It's in all three of the movies. Uh-huh. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Why? I do like when um, Jean-Bob asks for a kiss during that song, and Odette goes, no, and then they finish with fear. It was a nice little insert. So, here we are. Tepper's t- we gotta have a, a music intro. Should I just honk all at once? Honk, 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 honk. All right. We have the Swan Princess. By your own admission, it wasn't a waste of time to watch. So yeah, it's it'll true. Pro- it'll land above above twins. It absolutely will fall above twins. 100%. <laughs> uh, it was not even a question of whether or not it would end up below that. Um, I am. I'm glad we have this line now, though. We know where the movies that weren't worth watching start. Coming in in the number one slot. <laughs> oh my God. Taking out the last unicorn. Jesus, no. Basically, the Connor's same movie. on a roll. It has a stronger opening than the last unicorn. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um... Yeah. It has a significantly worse payoff than The Last Unicorn. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> but we only rate movies based on the first 15 minutes, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll put it in the number 19 slot, I think. Number 19. Knocking out Tenacious D in The Pick of Destiny. Mm-hmm. Right below Eight-Legged Freaks. That's actually where I was going to put it, so right on. Hell yeah. That's probably about where I would put it as well. Alright, villain, lame boy, Lord Rothbart. Yeah. Uh, he sucked pretty bad. He was going through the motions, it felt like. Um, put he, him in... He spends too much time trying to be a good guy, kind of. Not knowing how to be a good guy, but thinking he can be a good guy. <laughs> yeah, he was just kind of lame. I think, like... Um... The number three slot, knocking out Komodo. We were joking that the prince skipped leg day, but there's a scene where the villain is wearing shorts, and his legs are just weak. (laughs) 
Oh, yeah. Well, when you're a sorcerer. Uh, I think this guy will go into the number 27 slot. Number 27, knocking out Henry Gates from Clock Stoppers and below Grandpa Joe from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> and we have a business dad. King Willy business dad. I would say we got two business dads. The oh. business mom as well. She was just That's as much fair. in on that she was just as much in on the uh marriage thing as uh Willie. Yeah. King Willie manages to die early enough in, but it is the queen's name. Uh Umberta. Alright, so King Willie at slash Queen Umberta business dad. I would put them they're surprisingly loving. Yes, yes. That's why I think I'm going to put them in... Um, they're definitely going to be low on the list. I'm just thinking where exactly. Yeah, like they uh, don't really care about their kingdoms all that much. I guess they, they, want their kids to, they want their kids to love each other so they can marry to benefit their kingdoms. Yes. But they're not willing to just force a marriage. No. Or, or that's not legal. Hard to say. Uh, I think with the assumption that it's because they do want their kids to legitimately love each other, put them below fairy business dads. Alright. Just, just shy of steel ring business dad from Conan the Barbarian. The third most dad on the business to dad ratio. I do like, once Odetta was off the playing field, uh, the prince's mother's like, well, fuck, okay, any kingdom will do then. Just pick whatever Literally all of them, actually. Yeah. Just Invite like- every princess. <laughs> Literally, the song says every princess in the world. She spent like 20 years planning this, and then, it, and then, her, and then her son fucked it up, and then... In five syllables or less. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then the great beast fucked it up extra. So it's like, well, backup plan. Yeah. I'll just throw women at him and he can pick one. <laughs> That's basically her plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get well again, like twenty or whatever summers, like four month summers didn't work. And it made me realize I wanna see the inverse. I wanna see one princess and just sexy men just being paraded in front of her. The bachelorette? Yeah. The Princess Diaries. <laughs> also that. But anyways. Uh, and I think it makes sense we add Child Odette and Derek to Never in the Glory. I guess the question is what age? Uh, like t- t- teenagers. I would say teenagers. Like I want to say like that age group where Odette had braids. Yeah. Okay. So before she started beating him at cards. When she yeah. when when she was breaking their before she became refined when she was still fucking elbow dropping the kid yeah and like and almost killing them both by collapsing uh, a uh, clubhouse on them all yeah she's gonna do well we seem to have our winner already <laughs> well Odette has murderous intent <laughs> and that's honestly what you need to win this thing well and like Prince Derek's probably lucky like teen Odette is probably just at the point where she's not going to kill him. 
Like if it was yeah. if it was the if it was one set of them younger and it's like, oh, this is a murder game and we're paired up, okay, we're winning this thing and then I'm killing you. <laughs> yeah, because Derek child Derek's a weenie because he doesn't get obsessed with her yet and like tr- go hard on training. He doesn't go through puberty. Yeah. But yeah, like she's just starting to like him, or at least wanting to be around him, even if it's because he's the only one she's allowed to interact with for four months. I think you maybe kind of like her. Fess up. <laughs> I'd like her better if she'd lose at cards. <laughs> it's like, God damn it, Mom, you don't let me meet any other women except for her. Of course I kind of like her. Yeah, She's the only female my age you let me interact with ever. Well, I mean, what if, now hear me out, Derek, gay. Huh? Uh, okay, Derek Gay. Like, just that's it? No, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Very clever. Brilliant, Shauna. <laughs> <laughs> what I'd if, watch that. What if Derek, swan fetishist? <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, that's Jesus. already there. We already have that movie. Yeah, we already watched that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, gay, gay Derek would be... His mom's just trying so hard. And he's like, no, mom... I don't like icky girls. I'm gonna go play with my fit buff friends out in the forest. See you. See you later. Make the princess ball more fun. Not for him, but for the viewers. Oh, yeah. Just no fucks. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay, mom. When are we having a prince ball? (laughs) That would get my attention. (laughs) Well, I don't have anything more to say, and I think... We're done with Tipper's Tops. So arbitrary rating? Yeah. 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 Time for some arbitrary ratings. Uh, fuck. I give this movie one new moon on the night of the ball. I give this movie honk, honk, honk in the bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) I give this movie... Food fit for a swan out of one swan. <laughs> Into one swan. <laughs> Into one swan. <laughs> I give this movie all all the princesses in the world out of one gotho debt. <laughs> uh yeah. Thanks for listening. As always, I've been your host, Ivan. I'm Connor. I'm Shauna. And I'm Tepper. And a special thanks to 8 Jazz for the use of our theme song. You can find them on YouTube or follow the link in the description. Bye!